Silver. And welcome to Matcha Mondays. We're two West Coast gals hoping to connect with our audience to discuss everything matcha, our favorite sneaky snacks, mental health, self-love, and body positivity. It's crazy. Yeah, do plants die of old age? No. Uh, (laughs) I'm looking this up right now. What the hell? Researchers at the New York Botanical Garden in the Bronx, there is no specific lifespan for plants, except for annual plants, because they grow one season and die the next. Makes sense. So they're saying so I'm reading. eventually plants will die, but they have no set death age. That's crazy. Now I'm really dra- dragged into this Reddit thread. Will a tree live forever? But finding one dying of old age is rare. Do trees cry? Wow, I'm like really into this. Do trees, trees cry? Trees cry. Why? When trees are starved water, they certainly suffer and make a noise. But it's ultrasonic, so we wouldn't be able to hear them. Have you seen that TikTok guy who does the sounds of plants yeah. and, like, mushrooms yeah. and stuff? Yeah, the mushrooms are like, whoa! That's so sad! Aww. I know, but it's making me so sad. Okay, stop looking at it. My we babies, about I will it. take good care of you. Look, we're not here to be sad. No, I'm just, I told my plant babies I was going to take very good care of them. Good. And they have nothing to worry. And you will. I feel attached to these plants. It's weird, but like I actually like them. Yeah. And I didn't think I would. I thought they were just like cool. But now I actually have like a strange attachment to them. No, I totally understand. Okay. okay. Should we um, do it with a podcast? Yes. Awesome. Let's do it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. You're welcome. I thought I would start us off with a song. Do you want to sing a song mm. with me? I'm trying to think of a song. The hello there, sailors. Mm. Can you do the other dance? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I already don't like this song. <laughs> I got one. Hot cross buns. Hot, Hot cross, cross buns. One a penny. One a penny. Two a penny. Hot cross buns. Perfect. I remember I'd have to play that on the violin. But oh, I hated yeah. playing this song. So literally my violin sounded like it was crying. Because mm. I'd be like. Ah, ah, ah. That's that's what it would sound like. That's cute. All right. All right. Welcome to the podcast. We're here. That's Mira. I'm Silver. And this is our podcast that yes. we created together. Yes. Which they would have already have known because we have our intro. Sometimes I think you need a little refresher because they don't know the difference okay. between our voices, apparently. I But I am I'm working so- on speaking with a more higher pitched voice. So I'm I not. think right now you can tell the difference. I also want to have a nicer voice because then it doesn't sound raspy. <laughs> you don't want the um, vocal fry? No, I don't. I don't think it's attractive. Like when people say, oh, I think like raspy women voices are hot like i can see the appeal occasionally but then it just sounds like they're dead inside and it sounds like they're a chain smoker yeah i'm not a fan yeah what about like the not the like like what about the women who talk like hey there sally (laughs) i have no idea who you're talking about but also what (laughs) i also don't like monotone voices those really throw me off. I don't enjoy them. Why? I like very sweet, comforting voices. Do you like my voice then? Your voice is fine. Thank you. 
I'm glad. I'm glad that we might have nice voices considering people (laughs) have nothing else to go off of right now except for our voices. Well, I mean, they've seen some of our photos, so I would assume that they kind of have like an idea. That's if they really stalked our podcast Instagram and like scrolled and were like, who are these people? Who is who's talking today? Who are they? What do they look like? I don't know. When I listen to our podcast, I can tell because you know who you are. I was going. I was also going to say I know yeah. because I record the episodes. Yeah. You didn't let me speak, ma'am. Sorry. Although sometimes, so I've called my mom sometimes and she's listening to our podcast. And I swear every single time I hear <laughs> myself talk, I think it's my sister. And I'm like, why is she talking so loud? Like, tell her to be quiet. My mom is like, that's you. I'm like, oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> My dad tried to um, yes. listen, but he couldn't figure it out, even though I set it up. It's on okay. His phone. When when I come visit, I will sit down with Padre. I will show him while he calls me Myanmar. Yeah, my dad calls her Myanmar. <laughs> yeah, great present is if your dad took me on a trip to Myanmar, I would go with I him. I agree. I'd be like, awesome. This is what I wanted. He's so Let's fun. Go. He's so fun to travel with. He just he falls asleep the second his ass hits the airplane seat and he pretty much wakes up at the end of the trip. <laughs> I was going to say if your family ever goes on a trip and wouldn't mind if I tagged along, I feel like it would be a lot of fun. Oh my god, yeah. We It'd were be supposed nice to, to be uh, we trip. you were supposed to join us on our family trip if we were cuz what day, what day is it? It's the 20th of October, October and 20th. Um, originally yes. in four days from now, I was supposed to be on a plane to LA, but um, you mm-hmm. know, COVID okay. too scary. Better things in the future. And I know for sure you and I are going to plan lots and lots of trips. Like that's like oh, yeah. a huge thing on our bucket list. I know we want to go to like tons of countries. So yeah, it'll be fun. We're going to do we'll a do world it. tour and... with Matcha Mondays. Yes. We'll manifest that. Mm-hmm. No, honestly, how cool would that be? I mean, we already have like 30 plus countries yeah. already listening to us. Yeah. Gilbraltar is one of them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Shall we get back into the potty? Have you been? Great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been... Um... Let's just on record say it's been a rough week. Yeah, it's been a very, very rough week week uh and that's all i really have to say about that it's been rough that's fair don't want to share that's okay um but i've been doing a really good job of taking care of myself through a very difficult time Mm -hmm. and um yes i'm very proud of myself for that and i'm just gonna keep on Mm -hmm. trucking forward and I'm excited to pick up free tiles later after this episode because I'm going to. <laughs> it's exciting. So we're going to try hey, to I, do. I'm excited for you. It is I'm exciting. Very excited for you. Yeah, because then we're going to record some like <laughs> pretty drink recipes and stuff for you guys. So I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Um, next week I have four days of vacation, so I'm very excited about that. And I'm going to hang out with mm-hmm. my family. So I am. All good things are on their way. But uh, just remember when I said last week, I feel like I can't get ahead. And every time I get up, I get kicked back down. It, it happened again. But that's okay. 
We keep going. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. You're going to get through this. So it's all good. Yeah. I believe in you. Thank you. And I guess likewise too. Yeah. This week has been not the best, mm -hmm. but like you doing a lot to take care of myself. And I'm just really focusing on projects because I think just doing work helps me detract focus from things that don't serve me. We don't have to divulge into what happened this week, but we're both going to be okay. Yeah. And I am better off and I know that. So everything's going to be okay on my end. And for you, you're doing great on taking care of yourself. And I commend you and I have commended you on how well you have been taking care of yourself. So we got this and the full moon's tomorrow. We're recording on a Wednesday. Actually, no, the full moon's today. Tonight, yeah. Full moon's today. So you and I are going to manifest and that'll be really fun. I don't okay. know if you want to do that together, but sure. it could be fun to do. But yeah, shall we dive into the topic? Sure. Um, so last week we kind of went rogue. Because mm -hmm. okay. we can. Because we can. Because <laughs> it's our podcast. And I think that was the whole kind of point that like you don't have to always do what you're supposed to. You don't always have to follow the plan. Um, but we did want to finish up this yes. topic for back to school and then bring you guys some more chatty episodes um, about like mental health stuff, what we're going through, what we're experiencing in the next few months, I guess. I would also like to say that this is episode 40.2 because somewhere along the lines, we uh, forgot uh, we skipped an episode or something or something weird happened. So this is number 40.2. So we're going to mm -hmm. finish up back to school and we're going to talk about group work. And I hate group work. I do not work well <laughs> with others. Which is really funny considering you and I have a business together. I know. But that's because <laughs> you match my level of craziness. To start this topic, we're going to go right into this. Um, I remember every single group project I've pretty much ever done, I was that person who took everything on and did it all. And then mm -hmm. that was it. And sometimes yeah. it was because I had really shitty, well, most of the time, it's because I had really shitty group mates. But a lot, yes. I just was like, I know how to do this. I don't need your help. Like, this is a waste of time for me to meet up with you guys after school and, like, talk about nothing for an hour, get a little bit of work done, and then I end up doing it anyways. So we did this project. It was in one of my occupational therapy classes. And I did have actually a really good group. Like, they were good, a group, group of gals. And... um. I said to them, you know, I have a really good idea of what to do and I'm just going to do it. And because my husband is an architect, the project was to adapt a house for this case study. So this person, I think mm -hmm. if I remember correctly, they had cerebral palsy. So they were like, this is your case study, adapt the house for what this person would need. This is your budget. And and then it was actually really interesting because you had a budget um, and then you could look up what funding you could get to improve your budget. Basically, I full on with my 
husband created a giant booklet of every single tiny thing I would do. I did drawings of all the adaptive pieces that I would have included and we did a full-on rendering of the entire house. So (laughs) I was like my favorite project that I've ever gone way above and beyond on and when I gave it to my teacher who or my prof who she's so she was such a bitch like just not a good person and such a hard Mm -hmm. marker to the point where you're like you're just doing this on purpose to like be an asshole like how she would grade you was she would record herself while looking through your project which was very nerve-wracking what (laughs) yeah like she would have it like up on her computer and she'd be like scrolling through your essay and like you would have to watch the whole recording of her being like "Mm, i don't know really know why this is important here why you decide to include this and blah 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 so is she okay no really not no she was not she was she was not a very good person and she was very um critical so i gave her Mm. the document and Mm -hmm. the entire thing was her going wow 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 this is just this is just perfect she's like i have nothing else to say it's perfect she's like this is the most incredible thing i've ever seen and i was like ha ha you go I know, but then my group mates didn't like me very much because I did the whole project without them. So yeah, wow. I'm that person. They at least get a good grade. Oh yeah, we got a hundred percent, and it was worth like thirty percent of our final mark too. So there you go, thirty oh. percent right there. Who were wow. you in groups, oh. Mira? I would say I was also the kind of person that would just end up having to do most of the work, and it's partially because every time I got grouped up, I would be with very mm. useless. I'd be paired with people that had very low aspirations and horrible work ethic. Mm-hmm. And I definitely just knew by being paired up with them that if I trusted them with anything, my grade would be horrible. I almost always would be the leader mm-hmm. in group projects. But even after performing my role as a leader and delegating tasks and positions and roles, I would still end up doing everything because these people just would not deliver. I remember on multiple occasions, especially in high school, because my high school I went to had a strong emphasis on group work. And I did luck out because The high school I went to, you had to apply to get in. So it was more diligent, hardworking people. So I was around more like-minded, similar work ethic people. So a lot of times I knew, okay, if I do this group project, I'll be okay. And actually, I met one of my very close high school friends, Maddie. She and I had like the exact same work ethic. So we would always partner in history projects together because we knew like we would go above and beyond on everything. I honestly like... Our teacher, for the most part, loved us and did Mm -hmm. not care about what we did in his class because he knew that we would get our work done. But I do remember prior to being in that environment, I would always ask my teachers to let me work alone if possible because I would say... And the thing is, I became kind of very close with some of these teachers. I'd go up to them and say, you know that person has a terrible work ethic. You know I'm going to be the one who's going to do all the work. Can I just work by myself, please? And a lot of times they sympathized with me and they were like either yes, you can work alone or we will make sure to make modifications to the grades afterwards. Hmm. I was like, okay, that's fair. thank you for understanding. So for the most part, 
it was okay and it would end up being okay for me, thankfully. But I remember I struggled a lot with having to do all the work when I was younger because I would never say anything. Yeah. Yes. I think you and I are similar in the sense that we prefer to work alone, but we only trust people if they have the exact same work ethic. Mm -hmm. Because I remember you saying this. I was very flattered. But when you and I decided to do Matcha Mondays, I remember... You, we were both having a conversation and you said you were the only person I would trust in doing a business with. <laughs> yeah, I knew exactly like your crazy level matched my crazy. Like it didn't go above. It just like mm-hmm. lined up perfectly. And I knew you weren't going to think I was crazy when I in the middle of the night would be like, I have an idea. Like we're going to do this. <laughs> no, and a lot of times I think you and I are very It might be not the greatest sometimes, but I think for the most part, it's pretty healthy. But you and I are very, I just think goal and work driven. Mm -hmm. So you and I will just be having a normal hangout. And most of the time we're talking about our podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Or we'll be like, oh, I have an idea for Matcha Mondays, by the way. Mm -hmm. And then next topic, hey, this is what happened at work. (laughs) I know. It literally just always happens. I feel like we just like dabble like podcasts into kind of like everything we do, which is fun because we enjoy it mm-hmm. like we thoroughly enjoy this yeah. podcast so it's fun absolutely we're good this we're... podcast has been oh sorry you first no you first i was gonna say this is not really a group though it's just like you and me <laughs> this is true yeah it, it is mostly you and i i mean in the event that we grow bigger we might have to have more people yeah. on our team yes which would be so cool. That would be really cool. I can only think of a couple of people I would trust. Maddie would be one of them. I know she would get work done. So and Gabriella. I'd be like, yes. Gabriella and Maddie will be hired. Yes, Gabriella can scare people for us. Yes. And then Maddie can do the marketing because that's her background. So there we Perfect. go. What a team. Yeah, there we go. But yes, so safe to say that you and I have a very similar mindset when it comes to group work Mm -hmm. so if you guys relate or don't relate we are going to talk about group work how to manage how it can be good and just the whole concept yeah and ways to deal with it exactly so group work can be beneficial because for one I will tell you in the real world, almost always working in groups, mm-hmm. whether you have the most isolated job or the most hands-on, you are always in a team, always doing something, always reporting to someone else, unless you somehow by the grace of God or the universe have a job where you make money and do not speak to one soul. And the only thing <laughs> I can think of is maybe doing stocks and crypto at home. Yeah. I don't know. Um, But even then, most people are on a Discord talking to others. I don't know. So yeah, most likely you will definitely be doing this professionally. And it's really important to have those group skills because you'll need to know how to talk to people. You'll have to know how to work with people of various mindsets, various work ethics, etc. And also learning in groups means that you have to share your knowledge and ideas with other students. And there's two principal ways that you can actually benefit from doing this because one you need to think carefully about your own ideas because you'll have to explain them to others so you want to make sense and you want to be able to have that person understand you but also you expand your own awareness by taking account of the knowledge and ideas of others and we as humans and we as a society always learn from others whether you like it or not Mm -hmm. there's Thing that you know you learn from the history of other people and you learn from the ideas of other people so 
it really helps when you work with other people because you get to talk to them and just firsthand hear different accounts and different experiences and different ideas. And it really shapes your mindset and improves you as a person. So some skills that you actually need to develop in order to have like successful group dynamics and to do group work is a lot of interpersonal skill building. So building positive working relationship is so important because like, I don't know about you, but I always find if shit hits the fan at work, if I have like a personal or like a positive relationship with my coworkers, it makes life so much easier. You know that you have backup. You know that you have someone to go to if need yes. be. So having those positive relationships are really important. Also, communicating effectively in meetings is really important. Um, sometimes it can be really hard, especially for those of us who aren't massively assertive. But there's definitely different ways to be able to communicate effectively in meetings where you don't have to be like that person who's like upset about the way things are. You can just say like, hey, actually I would like this to bring this to your attention. And it's really funny because yes. there's so many TikToks nowadays of how to like be gently assertive, I think it is called, or like nicely assertive, where you can just like express mm -hmm. how you feel, but like not in an aggressive way where it's just a lot more um, digestible for your coworkers. It's also really important for negotiating to agree on tasks and resolve conflicts. So if you have really good interpersonal skills and then those issues when they come up or if they come up will be easier for you to resolve. Also accommodating people with different cultural orientations and work habits, which is really important to be aware of. And I'm definitely dealing with that in my own place of work. And that's where the piece of having supportive coworkers comes in because if there's someone in your office that is not being the most culturally sensitive or accepting, then you have a team of people that you can go to for support. So all those things mm -hmm. are very important in basically surviving the workplace. And it goes absolutely the same during school, like in a university, it feels exactly the same. So interpersonal mm -hmm. skills are bueno to have. Some other skills. So Silver went over interpersonal skills. But some other skills that are really important to develop through group work are process management skills. So for example, identifying group goals and dividing work, or as the saying goes, divide and conquer, yeah. is a really great way and great method to approach a daunting task or just a project that you need to work on. It's really good to be able to look at the bigger picture and break it up into smaller parts. And another skill is to learn how to be able to plan and comply with meeting schedules and deadlines. So being flexible and being able to make time to work on these projects, because remember, you're going to be working with different people who have different lives. And some people might be more available in the morning and some people might be more available at night. So it's all about compromise and compromise is such a big skill that I think is so important just in life and in relationships, let alone work. So I think that's a great skill to learn. Another one is managing time to meet group expectations. So time management, productivity, 
we talked about productivity in a couple episodes ago. So if you want to check out some tips that we have, you can check that out because that's very applicable to even group work. And lastly, monitoring group processes and intervening the correct problem. So making sure you set aside time to not only do the project and delegate roles, but to also go back and make sure that all problems have been solved and you have the time to fix those issues. Mm-hmm. Also having consideration for group members, which is really important. So taking time early on to chat with each other and get to know your group mates because the better you know one another, the more comfortable you will be just like communicating with each other and it will be more effective for you guys to work together because I'm pretty sure it goes for everyone, but I'm so much more comfortable if I'm working with someone and they do something that one, they're not supposed to or they're late on a deadline or they forgot something. If I have a good relationship with them, it's so much less awkward to come to them and be like, hey, just wondering like if you've gone around to this yet or like I just wondering what happened here. Like it's way easier to talk to someone you have a positive relationship with than if you don't know this person at all. Because like one, you might be a little bit more unkind in your approach to it or just very objective. Um, We're just like plain angry. But I know like... If people are late to things and they're my friend, I'm like, what the hell? Like, where are you? But if it's someone I don't know very well, I'm like, Mm -hmm. wow, you are so rude. Like, what is wrong with you? Why don't you have consideration for my time? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So having a positive relationship Mm -hmm. with each other first, again, so crucial. Um, Also, building a culture of mutual respect in the group is really important and you probably have little or no choice in your group mates or who you work with but you might as well try to quickly get over your differences and just try to get along as much as possible so that it's a more positive work environment and making sure too Mm -hmm. that you all express your views and you actually listen to each other that's really important Um, I've been saying a lot to clients actually this week, funnily enough, who are all dealing with like weird relationship issues or friendship issues. And I just keep saying, if you care about a person that you're having an argument about and one of you wins, then you both lose because the point of having certain arguments or discussions is to hear each other and to feel heard and to come to a compromise. It's not for them to back down and agree with you. And it's not for you to feel like you lost something. It's you should both come out of it feeling positive about the interaction. Yeah, there's nothing, Mm -hmm. absolutely nothing wrong with disagreeing with someone you work with or a roommate. So even if like someone is like really confident about what they're saying, like if you don't agree, it's okay to say like, hey, actually, like, can we unpack that? Can we talk about it a little bit? Because I'm not fully in agreement with you and it should be an open space to communicate that with each other. Managing the process. So how do we manage the process of group work? Well, we have some tips for you. First, have clear objectives. At each stage, you should try to agree on goals. So these would include a timetable for progress on the project as well as more immediate goals. So for example, agreeing on an approach to an assignment by Friday, determining when you're going to get certain things done. Silver and I are actually going to do this because we have some exciting stuff coming up in the future. So after Mm -hmm. we record, we're going to sit down and schedule some times. So we're going to do exactly as we say. So each meeting or discussion should also begin with a goal in mind. So for example, to come up with a list of tasks that need to be done, in our case, 
we're gonna determine how to approach our very exciting thing that's coming up but either way really important to again divide and conquer and be very organized part of group work is being very organized another really good idea when doing group work is to set ground rules so discussions can become very disorderly and can discourage shyer group members from participating if you don't have procedures set in place for encouraging discussion coming to resolutions without being repetitive and resolving differences of opinion so i know during like my team meetings at work like everyone kind of had takes turns depending on team everyone already knows someone's going to talk when they're going to talk and that you have to talk some people don't like talking during meetings like I don't love it but there's no if I feel like I have something to say and I might feel too shy or weird about just like randomly speaking up like the rules are already in place that like Silver is going to talk after this person about her program so those are really good too so you can also outset and modify these rules as necessary as you go along but an interesting rule that you could also have are things like that are fun so or not necessarily fun for the person but you can have a rule like for the group (laughs) that if you miss a meeting you have to buy the coffee for the group for the next one so probably nobody's gonna miss a meeting after that but it's just kind of like fun little things (laughs) that you can do um so the rules don't Mm -hmm. always have to be super daunting or strict i actually like that idea because i would not want to buy coffee especially here where i live a coffee is five dollars and my team currently is 10 people oh so if i bought coffee for everyone that would be 50 dollars. yeah so i'm all set with that no no (laughs) um but another tip i know right but another tip is to communicate efficiently so make sure you communicate regularly with group members and try to be clear and positive in what you say without going on or being repetitive. You don't want to be that annoying preaching chatterbox, but you also don't want to be somebody who says things succinctly that other people have no idea what you're talking about. So the key is to meet in the middle. Another good way is to build consensus. So just generally people tend to work more effectively together when they are working towards a goal that they agree on so like Mira and I work really well together because we both agree on certain goals that we want for our podcast and it's easy for us because we both have very similar goals for this podcast we have things that we like to do and we don't like to do and we work together towards that so just ensuring that everyone has a say in what those goals are and um, even if you have to like open up the floor more for people who aren't as active in a group to actually have an opinion and maybe just flat out asking them like hey does this work for you if not like let's reconvene like let's work this out Um, and making sure that you just really listen to each other's ideas and then you trying to come to an agreement that everyone shares and contribute to, it can go a long way in making just the group flow go so much smoother and more positively. Mm-hmm. Also, it's really important to define roles. So split the work to be done into different tasks. Tasks? Into different tasks. Sorry, Mira's I been just drinking. I just <laughs> Mira's been drinking all day. Um, yeah. Water. Vodka. Um, no, I hate vodka. I think vodka is probably the worst alcohol that there is. Good if you're dieting, though, I've been told. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, really important to define roles. So split the work 
that has to be done into different tasks. And a really good idea is to play up to people's strengths. So maybe one person's really good at organizing. Maybe one person's really good at formatting. I was the person who was very good at writing Mm. because a lot of times people and their writing levels weren't that high so a lot of times I was told to do it so I would do that instead and also I was really good at organizing reformatting and color coding so I would take care of like the aesthetics and the diction and most of the time everyone else would just take care of the actual content so like doing the research and just listing out what we needed to use and then I would use what everyone found and I would basically write up the summary because I don't trust anybody yeah that's what you do in our meetings whenever we have a meeting like Mira's like I got that yeah. <laughs> I'm I'll do the meeting minutes and like she's so good at it and I suck at that because I'm so good at listening to people's <laughs> conversations but I'm so slow at like processing it down onto the computer so people will be talking and I'm like <laughs> oh yeah blah 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 and then Mira's like I have every word written down <laughs> with the punctuation <laughs> Thank you, college, for teaching me that skill. (laughs) But yeah, really, really good to define roles. Like, for example, yeah, I do meeting minutes and I do a lot of the content spell checking and things like that. And then Silver's really good with the aesthetics and the drawing and the format and just coming up with the physical content itself. So yeah, we kind of delegated it that way and It's been working out really well for us ever since, Mm -hmm. I would like to say. I will expose myself right now. Everything, if you have ever seen a spelling (laughs) error in our captions or mainly in our graphics, that is me. That is silver because (laughs) I type so fast and I just like, I look at it and to me it looks fine because I did it. And it doesn't make a difference to me. And then I'll post it and Mira's like, what the fuck does this say? <laughs> like, don't worry no, about I it. No, don't say it like that. <laughs> no, she's just like, actually. Mostly we've, <laughs> mostly what we have now is an unspoken rule that before Silver posts, I, send it I to look her. over the content. Yeah. But even sometimes there was like a time recently where Mira looked at it again and she was like, or no, someone actually, a listener messaged us and was like, hey, like, this is written twice or something. And then we're, we're, we're like, oh, God. It went through, like, the two stages of check. I know. And it still and went. Still, it's still, I know. It's okay. Which is why now we not only once but twice, but now we Three quadruple times. check. <laughs> uh, so the next point is to clarify. So when decisions are being made, it's so important to actually clarify in such a way that everyone is absolutely clear on what is agreed on, including the deadlines. So I know that sometimes I've gone into a meeting and with Mira and we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then afterwards, we're like, what did we agree to? Like, what did we doing? So it's really important to just be really clear. Um, Another tip is to keep good records. So I like to do the meeting minutes and we also use this app we really like called Notion. Mm-hmm. Not sponsored or anything. They should but sponsor us. Communicating on the I know. Notion, if you're listening, can you please sponsor us? Yeah. <laughs> but um communicating on the outline discussion for your group really will provide a good record of discussion. So it's really good to summarize face-to-face discussions, especially 
decisions that you make and post them maybe to a Google Doc or in our case, we use Notion. So whenever Silver and I have a meeting to discuss a project, we always talk about it. And then we, at the very end, we'll kind of do like a wrap up. Even in our conversation, sometimes we'll do that. We'll be like, okay, so this is everything that we discussed today. Got it. I will remember it. That's mostly for me because I sometimes will just like totally zone out. So whenever Silver tells me a really long story at the very end, I summarize it for her and I'm like, so this is what you said, right? But I digress. Um, after we kind of summarize what we talked about, we'll put it into our notion, which is organized in such a way where anytime we need to revisit an idea or content that we've discussed or talked about, we can access it. Mm-hmm. And it's all there and organized so it's really good to have records because you can always refer to them if you ever forget what you're doing and our almost second to last tip is to actually monitor your progress and stick to deadlines so as a group it's so important to discuss the progress in relation to your timetable and deadlines just as you're going through it's like doing a little check-in like keeping that communication open and frequent And also make sure you personally meet your deadlines to avoid letting the group down. So if you are one of those people listening right now who does nothing to help anyone in a group, pick (laughs) up your fucking slack because it's people like me. We're coming for you. Yeah. Because like I honestly (laughs) like I can't stand those people like the people who just do nothing and get away with it. I'm like, why? Why are you even here? Yeah. Just triggers Mm -hmm. the shit out of me. Mm -hmm. And lastly, (laughs) after that, (laughs) to wrap up our tips, a useful tool that will actually help you hopefully have your entire group adhere to the roles that you guys have agreed to take part in is to set up a contract. So within the first week of your group task, you should sit down and negotiate and write down all the roles and all the things you guys agree to do and then have everyone sign it. And yes, this isn't like a life binding contract or anything of that sort, but it still kind of makes you feel like you need to hold yourself accountable because I don't know, I'm the kind of person, if I sign a piece of paper, I feel very much obliged to do what I said I would do. In most cases, people will feel very inclined to do Mm. the work that they agreed to do. So yeah, a good idea is again, to create a contract. Mm -hmm. So that is our last tip for you guys. And if they don't do it, you can sue their ass. Right. Get someone to notarize your contract. Exactly. (laughs) Like Mir and I, we get my mother to review all our contracts. Thank you, Mumsy. Thank you, Mama. Mama Matcha. Okay. Mama Matcha. That is the end of this episode. We hope that you loved it because we love recording it for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And please. We love recording and doing episodes so much. We do. So much. We love it so much. We love you so much, mm-hmm. and we would love it so much if you wrote in your <laughs> weird fucking stories. We only yes, have. Please send us spooky stories. Yeah, we want more. We only have a couple, and we want more. So it doesn't have to be ghosts. It Even if you have, have to, to make be... it up. Yeah, 
Just like give us, tell us a story. It's more about the story. We don't care about the validity of it. We just want a story. Just something random, <laughs> spooky. It doesn't have to be long. Just something Halloweeny or like your craziest experience on Halloween. If you ever went to a haunted house, if there's a weird thing that happens in your town, like we want to know about it. So we mm-hmm. will see you next episode. Leave us any comments, suggestions. If you just want to say hi, just comment on our Instagram. You can find us at Matcha Mondays Podcast. And you can find Silver's business account, Sustainable Art, and my personal through that as well. So stick around, follow us, catch up with us. We're always a good time. And with that being said, have a great Matcha Matcha Monday. Bye.